I mean, just when you thought things could not possibly get any worse for the Biden administration. A Chinese spy balloon? A Chinese balloon? I, I, I suspect that Biden asked the Chinese to please launch this balloon just so he could get the, the, the headlines off of inflation and off of uh, the, the, the classified documents. And, and, and you literally have this thing days. This is traveling for a week all across the country spying on nuclear facilities. Yeah, this Chinese balloon actually stopped and hovered over nuclear facilities, uh, taking all that in, sending it all back to China. They make up a story about how they cannot shoot it down because it's over populated areas. That's a lie. It was over very, very, very thinly, sparsely populated areas. Uh, they, they were. They, it was over Montana. I mean, Montana has more cows than people, and it's all to cover up the fact that they're afraid of China. And I mean, Biden doesn't want China to cut Hunter off the payroll and to stop buying Hunter Biden artwork. And and then they tell us, oh, don't worry, because, yeah, it's, we, we left it up there and it's sitting up there floating over American airspace, but we neutralized its ability to spy. It's not able to spy. And, and uh, really, does anybody actually believe that? How did you how did you manage to do that exactly? How do you know? You know, no, no, don't worry. We told everybody within like 200 miles of the balloon. You have to whisper. Keep it down. Don't don't reveal any secrets to the Chinese. By the way, why are we even allowed to call this? A Chinese balloon. Remember, Trump was not allowed to call the coronavirus a Chinese virus, but we're allowed to call this a Chinese balloon. I mean, isn't isn't that offensive to the Chinese? And by the way, you know, then they make up this story about how, you know, this happened a bunch of times under Trump. Number one, we don't care. This is a debacle. It's an embarrassment. I love that how, well, yeah, Biden's a really embarrassingly bad president. I mean, the man is incompetent and he's not an incompetent. He's literally he's literally, uh, you know, working. He's an he's a Chinese asset as far as I'm concerned until proven otherwise. But Trump, Trump did the same thing, and Trump did even worse. Well, how come nobody, in the, how come everybody in the Trump administration is denying it, including John Bolton, who can't stand Trump? Biden. Well, then the Biden people say, well, because we only discovered it after Trump left office. Oh yeah, okay, that's very believable. The whole thing was a lie. I mean, it was fabricated. He had the media running this headline, literally the mainstream media all over the place. Trump also had several uh, Chinese balloons uh, cross over mainland U.S. while he was president, uh, even more than Biden. And you know there's a problem when these mainstream media news stories actually basically read like the Babylon Bee. Like the Babylon Bee is a satire website, and yeah, I'm reading the regular news stories, and it literally – it's the same thing. You know, there was a Babylon B headline. Biden says he will shoot this is when it was still up. Biden says he will shoot down Chinese spy balloon as soon as it's done spying. That's the that's the that's the headline. That's the satirical headline. Only that was the actual that was the actual headline. By the way, another Babylon B uh, headline came true. We're going to talk about masks a little bit later on. I, I don't talk about that too often, but there's an interesting new study I want to share. But a Babylon B headline uh, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, said uh, the only people still wearing masks are people who are ugly, people who are unattractive. And then there's actually a new study that confirms the theory. This is not the study I want to tell you about. I want to tell you about a much more uh, important study about the effectiveness of masks to prevent COVID or lack thereof. But um, this there's actually a new study that people wearing masks uh, view themselves, don't like their appearance. The people who are still wearing masks at this point are people who have a low uh, opinion of their own appearance. The Babylon Bee hit this a, a year and a half ago and said – the only people still wearing masks are the people who are ugly. So we'll get to another study, which which really questions the effectiveness of masks. And look, I don't like getting into medical science at all, COVID or any health stuff. I do it very rarely, as you know. But we did discuss masks in the past, and a lot of you, a lot of listeners, you know, had opinions about this. And it turns out, you a lot of you have been proven correct, or at least the science now indicates that you're correct. So I thought that's really interesting. 
The only reason we know about we wouldn't even know about this balloon except that some random civilian actually spotted it in the sky, alerted the media, and, and uh, then the, then it became a big media story. And then at that point, Biden had no choice but to confirm it. The Pentagon confirmed it and then eventually shoot it down after days and days of telling us that they cannot shoot it down. <clears throat> they suddenly woke up and realized you could shoot it down. The government knew about this for a week. The government did nothing, still would have done nothing. Um, just like the classified documents where it was only b- because it got leaked to the media that they even ever acknowledged it. And by the way, this whole thing, anybody who believes that the Chinese are spying with a, spying on us using a balloon, that's absurd. I mean, the whole thing is just some kind of distraction or some kind of test. Or I think actually China, w- w- this is a setup where China is setting up. They, they wanted Biden to shoot it down and they're claiming it's a weather balloon. Wink, wink. Nobody believes that. And now they're going to retaliate somehow because China has been baiting the U.S. a lot and China has been threatening and taunting us. And, uh, they, you know, they, they don't you they have drones. They have all sorts of much, much, much uh, more state of the art, more sophisticated things to use to spy. So this is not about that. They, they, they just wanted to do this to create a fiasco. Number one, so that they could embarrass Biden. But number two, I think they could set him up and retaliate and say, well, you shot down our weather, our innocent weather balloon innocently wandered into American airspace. We, we, it was a, the whole thing was a mistake. Why would you go and shoot down our weather balloon while you're trying to antagonize us? That's what I suspect. Then they tell us for days that they can't shoot it down safely, even though it was, like I said, it was over the Aleutian Islands. It was over very, very sparsely populated areas. And they say, well, no, we can't shoot it down because it's going to it could hurt civilians on the ground. And then and, and, and it's like a lot of us are questioning a lot of people, even experts are saying you could shoot this thing down, shoot this thing down. And they're like, oh, those those experts, the Democrats are saying they, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't understand. They don't understand the danger. here. Then Biden suddenly shoots it down and they're like patting everybody on the back and saying, oh, you see that? We told you Biden could shoot it down. Well, you just told us for days that we didn't know anything about spy uh, spy balloons because there's no way you you could shoot it down. All right, more on the spy balloon coming up. As I said, we'll tell you about a mask study, a, a, a very very valid and reliable study that came from you know a very very trusted um, institute that says there's really no evidence that that masks can prevent the spread of COVID. This is a very reputable research institute. Plus, a stunning new report says uh, the Israeli strike against Iran was a phenomenal success, which this is what we predicted. Remember that strike that happened uh, several days ago on a weapons facility? Also, children of illegals in New York City schools do not need to get vaccinated. Do not need they can, they're allowed to attend school without getting. I'm not talking about the COVID vaccine. I'm talking about without getting a single vaccine. Um, unbelievable. I mean. Where, where's the New York Times on this? Welcome to the Yaakov M. Show on the VIN podcast. Send me an email, josh at vinnews.com, josh at vinnews.com. I just want to show you how dishonest the left is. I mean, we know, but it's important to have reminders every once in a while because you literally have, we have, of course, we, we discussed Elon Omar being kicked off the House Foreign Affairs Committee. She never should have been on it in the first place. She, she really shouldn't be in Congress, except that's something we could control. And you have Democrats on the House floor saying that Elon Omar was targeted because of her race and because of her gender. Okay, they're get, this is gaslighting. This is they're distorting the facts as we know them, as we see them before our eyes, trying to tell you that blue is green and black is white. You have Muslim Congresswomen. Rashida Tlaib is a Muslim Congresswoman. Okay, she's on a committee and she's on the House floor saying Elon Omar was targeted. Because of her race, because of her gender. I mean, hello, you are the same race and you're the same gender. She's, Rashida Tlaib is Palestinian. 
and she was not, and she should be kicked off committees, by the way, but that doesn't, that, that's not relevant to this point. She, she's not. She's on the committee. Nobody's even talking about kicking her off the committee. And she's telling us, oh, they targeted, this is racism. They are homo, they are uh, Muslim, uh, Islamophobic. They are anti Elon Omar. It, it, it's like, it's, and, and this shows you how blatant, blatantly deceptive and phony. They always are. Now, similarly, you know, the story with Tyree Nichols and a caller, a listener asked me, you know, why am I not discussing this? And probably we should discuss it. I don't like discussing, you know, negative news. And I don't mean like a Chinese balloon or I don't mean political news. I'm talking about, you know, when somebody is beaten up and when, you know, somebody passes away as a result of being beaten. It's just a very, very tragic. I know obviously he's not Jewish, but it's just a very heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, emotional story. And yes, it's 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 related to politics, so that's why you can make the case maybe we should discuss it. That's the reason I avoided it anyway, but now I am discussing it briefly. Tyree Nichols, this this young man in Memphis, basically a young black man in Memphis, he was beaten by five uh by 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 five police officers. And you know, this became a huge media story for about three minutes because five police officers uh, murder a – and this man, by all accounts, was totally innocent, had no idea why they were doing this to him. They targeted him. It's just – the whole story is just inexplicable. I have no words to describe. The, the, I mean, these people are pure evil. Uh, there, there is no possible explanation based on the fact that we're seeing that could justify anything here. And it's just – it's a horrific tragedy. It's just a really, really just uh, heartbreaking tragedy. And, and and the media talked about it until they woke up and realized, wait a second, these five police officers are black, so they can't accuse them of racism. They can't race bait out of this. This can't this doesn't help the the, 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 the narrative of the of the media and of the left. And in fact, if anything, it probably hurts their narrative because it shows it's a police thing. And it's very rare, by the way. It's extremely rare for police to ever, you know, kill anybody, kill an innocent person. Extremely rare. But if it does happen, it's not about race. It's just, you know, some kind of freak event. Uh, now, the incredible thing is that, you know, once the media realized, wait a second, they're black, you know, most for the most part, the media became silent, except except that some people were actually still stand. And I saw this. I saw this numerous places where people in the media, Democrats, they're saying, oh, this is about race. And it's not they're saying it's about race because, oh, they're pretending that the cops were white. They knew the cops were black, but it's still about race because there's some kind of systemic racism, some kind of white supremacy that somehow it's the culture and these black cops who killed a black man, innocent black man, are part of the racist cultures. That, that culture that is called gaslighting. I mean, that is literally that just shows you how phony, how disingenuous, how they will literally try to look you in the eye and tell you that what you are seeing is a figment of your imagination. Pure, pure, pure manipulation. Senator Rand Paul is investigating massive COVID fraud. Uh, the government admits that um, th- th- there was so there was so much fraud and there was so much money. That was uh, falsely given out, given out um, incorrectly, uh, be, be, be for, for officially, ostensibly for COVID relief. So the government admits to over $5 billion in pandemic loan fraud, in COVID relief fraud, PPP loans and EIDL loans. They're admitting, <clears throat> excuse me, admitting, if the government admits to $5.4 billion, I can only imagine, $10 billion, $20 billion, $50 billion? We have no idea. They gave out so much money. So um, 221,000 applications for COVID loans used fake Social Security numbers. And Rand Paul, amazing how it took, you know, they were busy with January 6th, the Democrats, but 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 it took until now for anybody to be investigating $5.4 billion in COVID relief fraud. And, of course, it's Rand Paul, and nobody else seems to care, neither Democrats nor Republicans. And, the go- and what happened? The government just said, listen, push out the money. It's for COVID. It's an emergency. We just want to get the money out. We just want to increase the socialism, increase the reliance on the government, use this crisis 
as a pretext to advance socialism. That's how I look at it. And I, by the way, I'll bet you that billions of dollars were stolen by the Chinese government. But what's like so egregious is, number one, I know for a fact there was not oversight. I mean, they just literally people applied and they just pushed the money out. And, and, and they couldn't do it fast enough. And, but that's what's amazing is 21, this is according to the government's own admission, 221,000 applications for COVID loans were, you were, you used fake social security numbers. How hard is it? They're a government agency. How hard is it for them to just look up, just, just verify the social security number on the application? If it's fake, they're the government. They have the social. And if they don't, then they shouldn't be lending out five billion dollars, 10, 20, 50, 100 billion dollars, the SBA and these other, you know, uh, gov- government agencies. So look up, verify. Wait a second. It's a fake social security number. Toss that application out the window. I mean, this is incompetence at levels, at obscene levels, at, at unthinkable levels. And hopefully Rand Paul's going to expose it. Will anything be done? Will anybody be fired? Will we retrieve any of that money? No, of course not. All right. So back to the balloon. China's been toying with us for years and nobody did anything about it. It's amazing because now like Biden is having these conflicts with China. He's trying to avoid it. He doesn't want it. But 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 the Chinese, they don't care. They're doing it anyway. And now everybody's like, oh, we got to take on China. We got to fight China. Well, who's been the, the biggest fighter against China? Who is the person who did more to hurt China than anybody else? Well, we know that was Trump. And remember Trump with the tariffs? Nobody would do it, and he did it, and he said, this is ridiculous. They're taking such advantage of us. They're getting away with murder over here, the Chinese. They're stealing our our, our, our our property. They're stealing our technology. They're spying on us, and we're not doing anything. We're just letting them. We're just doing business with them and, and making them richer and richer. We need tariffs. And he got so much flack on both sides. Remember how many Republicans uh, gave Trump flack over over the tariffs? It's it, it, it's it's like incredible. And, uh, and, and even Fauci. Remember how Fauci defended China against Trump? Like, it's so dysfunctional how it's like, well, Trump considers China, Trump actually considered China a big enemy, a huge threat. And he was correct 100%. It's been proven many times over. COVID proved it. It's been proven just so, so many times. And, uh, and Biden's basically storing classified documents in, in, in an institute that, that, that's controlled by China. China's like the number one sponsor. Literally. And, 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 and Trump's the one that got flack. And Republicans were upset at Trump because Trump actually had the guts to take on China. So meanwhile, General Jack Keane, he said that, you know, Biden, he slammed Biden for not shooting down the balloon. Quote, remember, this was approaching the U.S. over water. It was approaching the Aleutian Islands over water. We had plenty of opportunity to take it down. That's when it should have happened. We've been tracking them uh, from mainland China across the Pacific. We had plenty of warning to put together an operation and and, and take it down before it hit mainland. Uh, and then he said, um, by the way, we have alert aircraft in Alaska for the principal reason of a penetration coming from Russia. The aircraft are there. That would have been they would have been able to respond when this approached the United States from the Aleutian Islands, uh, as opposed to as opposed to letting it travel across the U.S. mainland, literally, and then get it on the way out. So, and, and, and that's what's incredible. They lied when they said, well, we can't shoot it down because of civilian reasons. That's a lie. Clearly, they didn't want to antagonize China. And like I said, the report that there were three Chinese balloons uh, under Trump. That has been debunked. That is fake news, and yet the media ran with it. All right, New York City public schools, children of illegals are literally allowed to send their children into public school, even if they're not vaccinated. And again, any vaccine, talking about pol- the polio vaccine, the MMR vaccine, a- and unbelievable, unbelievable. This is according to the New York Post, by the way. I mean, imagine if this was Hasidish children, like this would be on the front page of the New York Times Day after day until they changed the policy. But the New York Times is not reporting this bombshell. Isn't that isn't that a shock? 
you know, they're so pro-vaccine and, you know, so pro-mandating uh, vaccines for school, for kids in school. And again, I, I am I am pro-vax. When you talk about the polio vaccine or the MMR vaccine or vaccines that, number one, have been proven safe for many years, and number two, you're talking about a very, very dangerous risk for children. I'm not talking about COVID right now, but, the, you know, there are a lot of vaccines that I believe are very, very crucial and important and proven to be safe. So, uh, but the New York Times doesn't care about that. The left doesn't care about that <clears throat> if it's about protecting illegals. All right, so I'm just going to mention this Cochrane study about masks. Again, I, I'm so reluctant. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Do not listen to a word I say, you know, maybe about anything. If I entertain you good, if I get you thinking good, I'm not looking to convince anybody, to sway anybody to my side. I just want the arguments to be clearly thought out, uh, you know, give give you something to think about. Maybe we have some fun along the way. But, you know, my opinion, I I never want it to be used in any capacity other than just, you know, getting your brain juices flowing, let's say. And certainly when it comes to health, and I've said this a million times over, disclaimer, I am not a health expert. I think a lot of people out there who claim to be health experts are also not health experts, by the way. But ignore anything that I say, you know, other than to just take the information, you know, uh, ingest it, kind of digest it and use it to do your own research and to speak to people who you consider true experts. But with that said, there was a lot of discussion, obviously, about masks. There's been a lot of discussion about masks. You know, some of you said to me, hey, how do we know that masks are even effective? And here's my always my response. My response is, listen, masks, we we may have no idea, may be inconclusive if masks are effective, but let's say masks are not effective. What is the downside of wearing a mask? Why can't you just wear the mask in certain settings just to be extra safe? What's the negative? Now, people have responded to me. There is a big downside because, yeah, it's not a downside. You go into your doctor's office and you wear a mask for an hour. That doesn't hurt anybody. But kids wearing masks in schools, people wearing masks at the workplace, people being forced to wear masks, uh, you, you know, when, when it's when it's unhealthy for them or when it you know affects their breathing or just in general where you have to do it for prolonged periods of time or somebody forces you to do it in a situation you don't want to do it. Yeah, that could have harmful effects. It could have harmful you know, physical effects possibly, but more importantly, it could have, uh, it, it could damage your psyche. It could have harm, harmful mental effects on you, mental health effects. I mean, kids wearing masks in schools at this point, and there are, there are literally kids in Passaic, New Jersey, in public school wearing masks. I mean, that is <clears throat> egregious. It's inexcusable that everybody in the, in the country is walking around without masks and you make the poor kids wear masks and the kids are the ones who are the safest of all. So I get the downside. Again, I still stand by, but there are times when it's not a big deal, so just be extra cautious. I mean, last I checked, surgeons still wear masks to protect their patients, right, and doctors in, in hospitals. So and that, that had nothing to do with COVID. But anyway, this, this Cochrane study basically says, you know, they, they did this massive study, and this Cochrane Institute is very reputable when it comes to studies for years. You know, they, 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 they are the science, and they say no evidence that masks help prevent the transmission of COVID. And, uh, and and they also say, and look, they're not saying it's conclusive. They're saying do your own research, but that is what they found. And they did a very large study, as I said. And they and and they're upset. They're upset that why has the government? Why didn't Fauci? You know, he's gone now, uh, thankfully. But why didn't Fauci for two and a half years study masks and the transmission, or, or even study the transmission of flu with masks? Which I don't think there's any real study on, or any of these viruses that are respiratory illnesses. So it, it's just it's amazing. It's it's just it is. It is unthinkable that the government doesn't have this kind of data at this point. It is it is just mind-boggling, how, how the, it, it, and it's disgraceful that the government doesn't have basic data on transmission, whether masks prevent the transmission. And anyway, so the Cochrane study says it doesn't. And look, uh, you know, I always say, if you ever look at somebody, inhale cigarette smoke, and then put on one of these masks, and then exhale, the smoke goes flying across the room, okay? So we're talking about tiny, tiny particles. People don't know, well, it's a mask, so why doesn't it prevent the particles? We're talking about microscopic particles. So uh, th- th- you can't be, lo- well, logically, the masks work. There's no logic to this. This is not something you can figure out. It's something you need the data. 
data for. Anyway, but what's interesting about the Cochrane study is they didn't find a difference. And they found that uh, Purell uh, and, and, and that sort of thing, ha- ha- you know, the antibacterial stuff, that that actually does have some impact on transmission, which is interesting. But uh, but but the masks, even KN95, they found had minimal minimal effect. So I did want to share that again. I'm not saying telling you what to do, but I thought it, think it's very important to debunk these myths. And remember Rand Paul, and he said cloth masks don't work, and that's basic, that basically everybody agrees now that cloth masks are just a joke, and Rand Paul was like suspended from YouTube and other places for that. State of Pennsylvania no longer requires a college degree for most state jobs. I think this is really interesting because, uh, you know, a lot of jobs now, a lot of companies are not requiring college degrees to, to, to work, to be an employee, e- even like a mid-level employee, like a real job. You know, a real job in, in the business world very often now does not need a college degree, and we're going to that trend. And 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 uh, that's really interesting. The Democrats don't want that. I mean, that is their worst fear. But uh, that's what's happening. The trend is happening that uh, people realize, wait a second, college degree is not that big a deal. You could train people. You know, you just the college degree just does not help you when you're coding a computer software. You know, or or or, or so many other so many other jobs where the college degree is just so overrated and so unnecessary. So I thought this is interesting that you actually have a state government. This is a Democrat governor, Josh Shapiro. His first executive order that he signed in Pennsylvania is that uh, you do not need a college degree to be employed in Pennsylvania for most jobs, most positions. Uh, literally 92% of state government jobs in Pennsylvania, about 65,000 positions, do not require a four-year college degree. That is his first executive order, Governor Josh Shapiro, a Democrat. I'm shocked that he's a Democrat uh, issuing this order, and this is not getting more media coverage. But again, we're never shocked by what the media does and does not cover. Quote, every Pennsylvanian, this is from the order itself, I believe, every Pennsylvanian should have the freedom to chart their own course and have a real opportunity to succeed. They should get to decide what's best for them, whether they want to go to college or straight into the workforce, workforce, not have that decided for them. Today, we're making sure Pennsylvanians know that the doors of opportunity are wide open to those who want to serve our commonwealth, regardless of whether or not they have a degree. I want to make it clear to all Pennsylvanians, whether they went to college or they gained experience through work, job training or an apprenticeship program. We value your skills and talents. We want you to apply for a job with the Commonwealth, end quote. Now, stop calling it a Commonwealth. Does every state do that? I, I think that's a Pennsylvania thing, and it's all they're all into their history and Independence Hall and Liberty Bell and all that. And I get it. Franklin, you know, everything in Pennsylvania is named Franklin. They got the Franklin Bridge and the Franklin Institute. And it's cute, you know, to a point. It's kind of cute how they're, you know, very in touch with their history. Of course, their woke DA who was put into place thanks to the funding of George Soros He's not into American history. He's not into something called the Constitution and upholding the law. He's actually just into letting criminals just go around and, and committing crimes and not prosecuting them. So that part of the history of uh, the, the, of the heritage of actually uh, uh, carrying out justice, they've kind of forgotten, you know, to some degree. But uh, so just stop calling it the Commonwealth. Just call it a state. Like that, that, that's what I call it. Uh, a listener asked me, you know, what's the big deal? Why can't the government just keep borrowing? They have this debt ceiling fight going on right now. And it's, I say it's nuts to be $31 trillion in debt. And a listener said, well, what's the big deal? We just borrow. And then we either borrow more to pay that back and borrow from somebody else, which to me is a Ponzi scheme, by the way, or we print the money or whatever. But like we're $31 trillion in debt. So let's be $40 trillion in debt or $50 trillion in debt. The country is still functional right now. We, we haven't been, uh, uh, swallowed up by China. Not yet. Who knows? But, uh, anyway, so we'll hopefully address that. I appreciate the question. And yeah, there are, I'm not an economist, but I believe there are problems uh, with being this in, in this kind of debt. And I think it does lead to a lot of it. Even a lot of the issues that we're struggling with right now, I think, are exacerbated. But hopefully we'll leave that for 
another episode. And finally, stunning report, bombshell report, that Mossad strike against Iran was a phenomenal success, according to multiple sources, Israeli sources, and even American government officials. Despite the, and we told you this, we told you, as soon as I see the Iranians say, well, yeah, there was a drone attack and it was, it was right near our weapons facilities, but it was a total failure. Well, of course they're going to say that. That, that's like how I, how do you know that this, that the attack against, uh, the Iranian facility was a success? Because Iran says it was a failure. Um, Multiple multiple sources say that there were four large explosions at a, a military factory, um, which is they literally develop advanced weapons in this factory. And um, by the way, the, the, the Iranians have used this facility, uh, at least that it, they've claimed to use this facility in the past for for nuclear for nuclear development. Um, now, nobody's officially taken responsibility, but everybody knows that it was the Mossad. I'm reading here from a story. Few organizations, this is the Jerusalem Post, few organizations globally besides the Mossad are believed to possess the advanced and, nucle- and surgical strike capabilities displayed in this operation. Multiple large drones with significant amount of explosives were involved, hit their targets with pinpoint accuracy. And each of the prior incidents, uh, prior incidents meaning uh, involving this facility, by the way, Tehran tried. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. This is talking about those other mystery attacks, mystery explosions, mystery strikes, etc., in each of their incident, those incidents, Tehran tried initially to pretend the attacks failed, only acknowledged the extent of the damage. When the satellite photos, when satellite photos or other evidence broke into the public sphere um, and outflanked their denials, the Wall Street Journal noted there was an Iranian aerospace facility nearby, which could also have been involved in space launches and nuclear weapons. So that's interesting. And here's what's amazing is there are those who believe that the United States and the CIA may have been involved with the Mossad in this strike. And there's evidence to suggest that experts observed the U.S. and Israel just spent an entire week conducting military exercises around attacking targets such as Iran. So carrying out such an attack immediately after these exercises could be meant to send a message that the U.S. and Israel are teaming up and they mean business. Um, th- there was a visit of CIA Director William Burns to Israel just before this attack. So... That might have been a face-to-face meeting because they don't want to do this kind of thing remotely, a face-to-face meeting between the CIA and Mossad to prep for this attack. Now, it could just be coincidence. It could be – not coincidence. I don't mean coincidence. It could be that the Israelis wanted to make it look like the Americans are on board. And then the Americans can't really say – what is what's the CIA supposed to do? Say, listen, we deny involvement. They always deny involvement. It doesn't mean anything. So it could be that the Israelis met with the CIA and said, all right, you know, let's strike right after that to make it seem as though the Americans are involved. And that would be pretty cool. But it could be that the that the Americans really were involved. Either way, you know, it seems all evidence suggests another successful strike to hopefully cripple the Iranian weapons um, uh, uh, development a little bit more. That's going to do it for today, and we will see you next time.